you guys, we just did our Seeking Sister Wife show, and I was running amok. I will try not to run amok as much this show. Welcome, fam. I'm Linda. Welcome to The Melanated Way. Shout out to my Patreon subscribers. Hey, Vanessa. Hey, Raydella. Hey, Better Days. Hey, Linda. Hey, Linda. Hey, girl. Hey. Um, we are talking all things The Family Chantel. Season four, episode seven, Dirty Laundry. And there was a lot of dirty laundry, y'all. So much dirty laundry. So much dirty laundry. I just can't even... How did we get here? Seriously, how did we get here? How did we get to such a tumultuous, angry relationship? Like, we just went from zero to a thousand quick. And I just... I didn't want them to break... I don't want Chantel and, and Petter to break up. But then, you know, we don't know what goes on behind closed doors. And... I just think it's sad. I just think it's sad and it's hard to watch. And this episode was hard to watch for sure. That um, bar scene. Woo! Woo! Lord. Anyways, things are really bad between Chantal and Pedro. They've been fighting a lot all season. We've seen that, that the fights have been escalating. Now the families are involved. And, you know, Mama Lydia is talking shit. She, this was her game plan since day one. She's like, leave her, leave her. And go live your life and buy me a house and bring me to America. Um, and Mama Karen, you know, she's gotten a hint of all the things that are going on and she's not having it. And she's putting on her her fighting gloves and she's ready to do like her jiu-jitsu, whatever it is that she does. Um, so it's going to be messy. Pedro is deciding that, you know, he wants to spend less and less time at home um, because he just doesn't want to be around Chantel. And you can tell by the, even the way he looks at her. It's so sad, Linda. It's so sad. So very sad. So he stays out late, you know, goes for drinks after work every day, wakes up super early, works out six days a week, anything to not be at home. And um, it's sad. And so they're going to his wedding. Well, Chantel has been invited by a friend to a wedding uh, of her coworker, and she's going by herself because Pedro doesn't want to go with her, which I think is so, I mean, what would you guys do? Like, I'm not married yet, but I would think that you would just do things as a couple and, and try to sort through your stuff. And, you know, sometimes there are good days and bad days, it ebbs and flows, but I'm not going to let my significant other just go to big events like that by themselves just because you're mad at, at the person and you don't like them right now and you don't want to go. I just think it was selfish of Pedro, like selfish. What effort are you putting in to salvage this marriage? Because it seems to me like you're already two feet out the door and you're just waiting for her to shut the door on you. Like, I just don't understand what his mentality is. I just find it very selfish. Uh, the other thing that I thought was interesting that we're seeing a lot more of, and that's why I'm thinking, because a lot of people think that this is all scripted, but then, you know, we've all seen the receipts on uh, that. And especially if you guys, last week's Patreon, we went through every single page of the divorce proceedings and talked about it um, because that's all public record. So we went through that and you can see like the, my note says it's the first time here we're seeing Chantel without makeup. Like she was in the, her room. She was trying to figure out what she was going to wear. And she just looks so sullen. You like no makeup, just sullen. And, and previous Chantel, I don't think I remember an episode ever. And we're in season four where we didn't see her like fully done up. Right. So I was like, oh, she really is going through it. 
Um, and you know, she's trying to put an effort in and she's trying to like save her marriage and save, save the relationship and try to reconnect with Pedro and Pedro's just like not having it. And I find it one way and I find it very, very sad. So she said that she bought this game, uh, let's get closer. And they're like, it's like a card game and wanted to try playing that with Pedro and Pedro was like, not for it. Um, he said no to the game. He's just like, no. And everything that she's talking about is showing us that he just has checked out of this marriage. And again, everyone is talking about the timing. The timing of this is crazy, right? Because he has his green card. He can be a citizen. Now he's in his career and he just wants to focus on making money and his career. And he feels like he's not being supported, but like you guys are both in your career. So how are you not being supported? You're both very, very busy. And you've only been in your career for like five minutes. And Chantel's been in her career for years now. I don't, I don't understand what your problem is. But he says, you know, he's focused on making money, working hard now. And he's focused on his goals. And have you communicated that to your wife? Have you communicated that this is what, what I want to focus on? Let's have like a five year plan. And this is what we do or whatever. Like, Instead of like keeping it all to yourself, have you actually had a conversation with your wife? Hey, C. Cruz. Hey, girl. Hey. Uh, Linda says, looks like he doesn't want to try it all. Facts. And C. Cruz says, I was just going to say that everything he's doing is proving that he's checked out 100%. 100%. So then we head over to the Dominican Republic and um, Alejandra and Nicole are meeting up. And like I said, from the jump, you guys, these fools have not broken up. They just, they did not break up. Time apart, being on, you know, different coasts does not make you broken up. And just because you haven't talked to him or allegedly have broken up, like, I don't believe it. These two never broke up. Anyways, he has roses for her. And it's funny because last week he had flowers for her. And remember, she called those flowers trash. But this week, she loves the roses. They're so beautiful. Stop it. You two with the fake drama. So Nicole is in a difficult position, or so she thinks, because I do think she's a grown-ass woman and she should be able to make her own decisions. But you know, I also do think, like I keep telling you guys, is I think that she's in a weird codependent relationship with her mom and her mom lives vicariously through her. And so she feels like she's in a difficult position because her mom's is the most important person to her. And she starts crying and talks about the sacrifices that her mom made while she was growing up. When her dad was MIA, the dad left, wasn't there for them. You know, only one person she had was her mom and we remember that the dad didn't offer financial support the dad had a full-on family um lydia was the side chick and he was never going to shack up with the shy side chick and she but lydia also made a conscious decision right if you guys remember the previous episodes that she knew she was the side chick and she had pedro and then she wanted to have her kids have the same dad and so that's why she had um nicole so she knows what she was in, but she just chose to be in it because he was giving her money at the time and she was okay with that. And when he was like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing anything else. This, you knew what it was. Why would you think it was going to change? That all being said, Nicole, you know, has abandonment issues from her dad and realizes that her mom 
uh, made a lot of sacrifices for her. And so she doesn't want to fight with her mom. And now here's the thing. Nicole, your mom did what she had to do. She's your mom. She's going to love you regardless, right? And so I think that this weird thing that she's doing to you and, you know, talking crazy and fighting about who your boyfriend is and, and how you can't make choices as a grown-ass woman is weird. And so I get that it's painful for you to fight with your mom um, about the person that you love. But at the same time, your mom's not in the relationship you are, right? So if she doesn't like the person, that shouldn't take away from the love that she feels for you. And if she's making your life difficult because of it, then you need to think about why that is. So <clears throat> she feels like she has been doing a lot of the work in the relationship. She goes to New York often to see Alejandro um, and that causes fights with her mom. And she doesn't want to fight with her mom anymore. And she wants to see Alejandro put in the same amount of effort and energy that she is. I also personally think that she wants to see him having to sacrifice something too, because she's sacrificing her relationship with her mom. So what are you sacrificing? And I'm not going to take this risk if I'm the only one sacrificing. I think that that's her mentality. <clears throat> and, you know, Alejandro's like, you know, I get it, Nicole. I understand. I love you so much. I want a good relationship with you. I want to try to have a good relationship with your family. But most importantly, I want to have a good relationship with you. And I want to change my ways. And I want to put in an effort. And I want to be different. And I want to be with you. And so I'm fighting for this relationship because of that. Um, and he goes on to say, you know, he's really trying to change. And then this is what I was like, oh, but this is going to be a hot mess because then they decide, both of them decide that they're going to try to be in this relationship in secret <clears throat> without her mom knowing, without Pedro knowing. And I was like, that's a red flag. If he's literally saying, let's keep our relationship a secret, then what has really changed? Because guess what? Lydia is going to be more pissed that you guys kept it a secret behind her back because, like I said, she has a codependent relationship with her daughter than if you told her up front. You told her up front, yeah, she wouldn't like it, and she'd probably talk shit, but at least you respected her enough to tell her up front. But if you, you two go behind her back, so you guys are never, ever going to get her blessing. She's just going to think that now Alejandro is making her, her daughter a liar and a secret keeper and all the things. It's going to be a mess. I'm telling you, it, it was a red flag for me. I was like, you guys are doing the wrong thing here. And for Alejandro to suggest that the relationship be secret sounds ridiculous to me. And are you only keeping it secret from those two? Or are you keeping it secret from everybody? Because then that's a whole other situation too, right? Like, why are we a secret all of a sudden? Um. <clears throat> I don't know. These two are ridiculous. Okay, so then Nicole really wants Alejandro to like to demonstrate that he's changed his ways. And at the same time, she really misses him. She misses his hugs, the time he spends with her, his love, all the things. And so she's going to give it a try, but she's apprehensive. They go for ice cream and they're sitting down and he does this corny line, you know, this ice cream is as delicious as you. Okay, calm down. You guys have been together according to you for five minutes according to me you guys have, were never broken up at all 
we head back over to Atlanta and uh, Destiny, who's Chantel's best friend. And I was like, where have you been, bestie? We're four seasons in. I don't remember you. I don't remember seeing you at all. I don't remember seeing you at the wedding. I don't remember seeing you after any of the big, huge family Chantel fights. Where have you been, bestie? Anyways, Destiny comes over. Uh, she brings a crock pot over to kind of help Chantel with her more domestic ways. Um, and talk about relationships because she's been married for some time, I guess, and has that wisdom and tells them, you know, this is going to be a give and take for both of you. You guys are both going to have to give a little and take a little. And you're going to have to do Chantel some things that he wants you to do and some things that you don't want to do and vice versa marriages are a balancing act and they're a compromise and all the things and you're going to have to do that and I get that you are not you know someone that likes to cook and clean and all the things but again I'm like what changed you guys have been married for how many years now since you bought a house everything changed like what changed Pedro knew exactly who you were and is known for the past six seven years who you are all of a sudden you get a house and everything's different or did it, did it become different Pedro because you got your green card and now you feel like you are not dependent on Chantel at all. And now you want to forge your own way and you want to forge your own way without your wife. You knew who your wife was. You've known who she was for years. What's the problem? <clears throat> it's weird. Um, but Destiny's like, you know, I'm a Latina woman and she says she comes from a culture where women are, are caretakers of the house. And since Pedro also comes from a Latin country, that that is his mindset. And again, my question would be to Destiny and to Pedro, but you knew who Chantel was this whole time and you still married her and you've been married for some time. So what has changed now? <clears throat> so um, Chantel opens up to Destiny and tells Destiny how, you know, she left the house and she stayed over at Rivers and it's gotten that bad that she had to leave. And she wanted to ask Pedro to leave the house. And this was the saddest part to me, you guys. She wanted to ask Pedro to leave, but didn't because she was scared he wouldn't come back. Now, you know, things are bad in a relationship when you want something to happen Hey, dopey dope. He got that green card. Facts. Eyes rolls. Facts. You know things are bad when you are in the midst of a fight and someone walks out and you don't know if they're going to come back. Like the communication, in my opinion, is completely broke, broken down clearly. Clearly. Um, <clears throat> and then Chantel also talks about Antoinella. And as you guys know, Antoinella is the woman at work who everyone is saying that Pedro is having an affair with, that he's cheating with, and talks about how uh, they had this game, right? Or the ownership game or whatever, where Pedro came back and Antonella's name was on his, his keys. And she's like, you know, I don't think this is destiny. I don't think that Pedro is cheating because he's told me before how much he loves you, but maybe there's such a disconnect now that you, you haven't communicated with him. So maybe that's what it is. Thank you so much, Dopey Dope, for the super sticker. Appreciate you so much. Thank you for supporting the show. Uh, I always forget, you guys, super chat, super stickers are available. I support the show. Appreciate it. Um, 
Sly Cat says, as beautiful as Chantel is, she wanted Pedro for who he pretended to be. She didn't have this stuck up, oh, you don't have any money in your immigrant mindset. Her love for him has been real. That is so true. And hey, Mark. Mark says, Pedro's on some major BS. I believe that Nicole fulfilled her homemaking role at the DR crib like that. That part. C-Crew says, he can say he loves her a thousand times, but it's not proven that by his actions. Yeah, his actions are trash, you guys. His actions are trash right now. Like, I don't even know who this Pedro is. He came out of the woodworks and he needs to go back to the woodworks because this, this Pedro right here, this one right here, the ungrateful attitude, talking crazy to his wife. Y'all are supposed to be partners. You guys have come through so much. How are you going to go out like this? And with an attitude, like Chantel has not been by your side this whole time. And the worst of the worst is that you're not even communicating what the true issues are. Like I said, it can't be about the cooking and cleaning because y'all have enough money now to get someone and hire a cleaning service. You can do that. So it can't be about that. And the only thing that's different the only thing that's different is that now you have a green card and now you have, you know, what you say is your career. That's the only thing that's different. But guess guess who's been by your side this whole time? Your wife. And let's not forget, she went a, a, against two families that hated you guys being together. She sponsored you over to America. When you couldn't work for those first, like, six months to a year, she paid for everything. You supported her too. You were working at the warehouse as soon as you could work and she was working and going to school and you guys were supporting each other. And that's what you do. You start from the bottom and you build a future together. And now you feel like you've made it so you don't need your wife and she's not supporting you. How is she not supporting you? She has a full on fucking career. Like what? What? She's a nurse. She works 12 hour shifts. And yet she's still over here begging and trying to fix her marriage. It's quite weird. Mark says, Mark doesn't agree with me though. Mark says, Mark, Pedro and Chantel are equal trifling parts of the problem leading to the breakdown of their marriage. Hey, geek girl, hey. My whole thing, like nobody believes in counseling. That, that part or communication you guys aren't really talking to each other. You're talking at each other and no one's really hearing or getting to what the underlying issue is. Um, so Pedro also told Destiny that Pedro says that he's dealing with a lot of stuff outside of his marriage. So he's dealing with his mom and his sister and the strife there. Uh, as well as work and, and trying to establish himself at work. And so Destiny's like, take it back to basics. Start dating each other again. Date and save your marriage and learn about each other again. And I agree with her. I think that take it back to basics. Make it about the two of you again. Make sure that you make time for date nights. Make sure you sit down and communicate. And even if you're upset with your partner... 
use your words so that your partner can understand where you are coming from. And if you guys don't have the ability to do that, then absolutely there's no harm in going to marriage counseling and trying to figure it out because your marriage is supposed to be forever. And if you can't get past this hump, because you guys don't know how to communicate, maybe you need someone to teach you the tools to communicate with each other. <clears throat> so that being said, part of the issue that Chantelle is having is that she's jealous of the time that Pedro's spending outside of the house. She feels neglected. She feels like he doesn't like her anymore. He doesn't want to spend time with her. We learned, I think, in episode four or five that they haven't had sex in like three months. So they're not being intimate. And so, you know, divided, divided, divided they are. And the further divided they are, the further they're going to be away from the union of their relationship. All those things are important. And once one breaks down and there's a little bit of a crack, the crack is going to continue to grow. And it's growing as we see by this episode seven where it's at a tipping point. So we go back to the Dominican Republic. Uh, Alejandro's packing. Alejandro and his colognes, you guys, just cracked me up. I mean, this dude spritzes on cologne like cologne is platinum. I don't know. He just is always with the spritz. The spritz and... Like, can you imagine, you guys, for those of you guys that travel, can you imagine just being on that closed airplane with the dude with all the cologne? Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Anyways, he's heading back to New York. Um, he wants to work on his weaknesses as a boyfriend. He realizes that, you know, he's been way too controlling and way too jealous in the relationship with Nicole. And so he's going to try to work on that and be a better boyfriend. And um, then we're back in Atlanta. Chantel went to the wedding by herself. She felt alone. She felt depressed. And now she wants to be there for her sister. Uh, her sister's lost 100 pounds. She wants to, so Winter's lost 100 pounds uh, with this bariatric surgery. She wants to learn, lose 90 more pounds. And so Chantel and Winter are going to meet a nutritionist because excuse me, Winter goes to the gym all the time, like daily, but she feels stalled in her weight loss. Um, and so she wants to figure out why she's not losing the weight as fast as she was, you know, previously when she first got the surgery. And then the nutritionist explains how that's normal. You Like seven to eight pounds a week after that rapid first weight loss is normal. And now you have like the long-term sustainability, right? And explaining to Winter that this is okay. That's progress. And you're going to see the progress over the long-term if you make sure that you have a great relationship with food. And so she asked, you know, how has your relationship with food been? And in the past, Winter said, it's been terrible. Uh, she's had a terrible relationship with food and her weight. Uh, she's felt self-conscious. Uh, she was teased in school. And people used to compare the two sisters, Winter and Chantel, and be like, oh, you know, your sister is this, and she's so thin. Like, why are you this? And all the things. And it's terrible to think about that, you guys, because, you know, I think that, <clears throat> I think that um, 
that would be hard, right? To be compared like that um, with a family member. So she's coming to terms and doing better with her relationship with food. And I think that her even going to a nutritionist shows that she's having, she's having a better relationship with her food. Um, and so I think that her journey is going to be just fine and she's going to, she's going to knock it out. And in the meantime, you know, she's finding out who she is as a person. She's still very young. So she is learning to love herself all over again and learning to love her new body. And I think she'll be just fine. So they leave the nutritionist's office and Chantel, you know, has been tight lipped about this issue and the problems that she's having in her marriage and she's been there for everyone else. And now Winter wants to be there for her. So Winter starts asking her, you know, leading questions. And Chantel is not opening it up, up at all. She's like closed lip. You know, how how's things with Pedro? Fine. Are you and Pedro? Fine. Did you? Fine. Like she's just not opening up. And Winter, you know, is feeling that. And she's like, you know, I really want to be there for you like you've been there for me and don't be hiding away because you're embarrassed and you're not willing to talk about the issues in your relationship and i was like she's not wrong she's not wrong like we talked about how much the family chantelle was in the in their marriage and in their relationship but at the same time if chantelle is not talking to her husband she's not talking to her family who's she talking to and if she's not talking about it how's she going to resolve the issues so i mean i don't know i don't know i feel i feel bad for them i really do i just don't want them to break up but i i, I don't know how it's going to turn out So Chantel has decided that, hey, listen, I'm going to make an effort. I'm going to take my bestie's advice and I'm going to join Pedro and his friends for drinks. And I just want to her. She wants to learn what Pedro's interests are so that she can incorporate that in their marriage because Pedro is always telling her that she's not fun and she's not fun to be with. And so she wants to make those changes and she's willing to make those changes because she really wants her marriage to work. So she wants to find out what he likes to do and where he is every night after work and why he's not coming home. So she gets there and Pedro's with like a bunch of ladies. There's at least five of them, right? She shows up and you guys, Pedro's face when she showed up was so disrespectful and the tension, you could cut it with the knife, the awkwardness, the the hostility was so blatant. And I don't believe Pedro for one minute that he hasn't talked shit about his wife because all of those people stopped talking. All of his coworkers and friends stopped talking and looked at Chantel like she was some crazy person not welcomed into this whole little soiree. And can you imagine you walk in and your significant other doesn't greet you, doesn't hold your hand, doesn't give you a kiss on the cheek, doesn't hug you, nothing, gives you a dirty look. Can you imagine? Like you're interrupting his good time. How dare you? 
I was like, oh, that look was disgusting. It was disgusting. His face was disgusting. And then I looked over and I paused it. Antonella's face. Antonella's face, like, oh, the wife showed up. Like, how dare she? Bitch, you're the side chick. You have no right giving anyone any type of dirty look. And I see how you're hiding behind all the other people. We see you. We see you. You can't hide anywhere. We see you. So you want to, on the one side, be giving a side look, but on the other side, be giving an attitude? Oh, no. Oh, no. No. Nope. See, Cruz says, damn, that look on Petra's face would have made me go off in front of everyone if husband did that to me. Facts. Facts. And Geek Girl says he so did not want her to be there. And that they kept sneaking looks at each other, him and Antoinette. She looked guilty. She sure was behind the crowd. Dopey Dope says, Linda, I got my green card and I threw my wife out. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. So... Chantel gets there she's greeted with hostility and she's like hey introduce me to everyone and Pedro's like you know all of them Pedro are you serious right now like you can't be like let me reintroduce I know we've met a few times but this is so and so and so and so and Laura and Antoinette I know y'all have met but we can you know let's re get reacquainted bullshit that was bullshit to me his whole attitude I just was like you know what there's no way that I could accept the level of disrespect here and, you know, Chantel, I think, was feeling it. And that's why she put all their business out there. And we'll talk about that shortly. But I don't know how you don't go off in that situation. I don't. I would either have to pull Pedro aside and be like, listen, we need to talk. Because what you're not about to do is disrespect me in front of your coworkers. Or if I'm running amok, which sometimes I run amok, I would have a full-on conversation right there. And it wouldn't be pleasant for any of us. Ah. Just joking. I like to keep my shit private, but I can imagine that that's what I would want to do. So, Pedro doesn't introduce her. So, instead, his coworker, Laura, reintroduces everybody. Again, super disrespectful. And Pedro's like, I'm done with this. I'm done with this. Done with this. You walk into a room with an attitude. You want me to introduce me to um, my friends to you. It's not your first time. And so he feels triggered. Pedro, you feel triggered about what though exactly? So what she asked to be reintroduced because she walked in there and you didn't even greet her. So she's trying to like act like, hey, listen, let's lighten the mood. Introduce me to some people. Let's have some drinks. You know what I'm saying? Instead, you're going to, call her out and and say that you're triggered and you're going to say that she walked in with attitude and you're going to say that she's an asshole for asking for an like a reintroduction stop it stop it dopey dope you're the bomb diggity appreciate you 
so <clears throat> Chantel goes off. Chantel's like, I just came here to find out what exactly it is that you guys do, what Pedro likes to do. You know, when I ask him, he tells me it's none of my business. Then Chantel talks about that game of ownership. She calls Antoinella out in a heartbeat. She's like, can you explain to me why your name was on my husband's keychain? Antoinella, of course, is silent. And I was like, why is she hiding, though? Not only are you silent, you're hiding in the back. Only people that are shady have things to hide. Girl, talk freely. If you ain't doing shit, talk freely. Hey, we have this ownership game, and this is what we do, and this is how we play it. Instead, you're being super shady, like, oh, I think I remember that time. And then you're silent. And then your coworker's like, oh, yeah, I think one time I put Pedro's name on my computer. You guys are making it seem even shadier than I'm sure it was. I'm sure you guys were playing some stupid game. Um but you are not explaining it and you are making it worse as far as I'm concerned. <sighs> so. Mark says, Pedro didn't expect Chantel to be there because she had declined numerous previous invitations to his after hours get togethers. The thing with that though, Mark, is she was not in the situation that she's in now. She realizes that her relationship and her marriage are on its last legs. So she's realizing and looking within, what do I need to do in order to fix it? And she then, in this, like in this episode, she took her friend Destiny's um, advice and said, you're going to have to want to do some things that he wants you to do and that you don't want to do. She didn't want to hang out before, Mark, and now she wants to hang out because she wants to make sure that she doesn't lose her relationship. She wants to make sure that she puts in the effort. She wants to compromise and she wants to make her marriage better. So she goes off again and says, you know, you greeted me coldly. You treat me like nothing. You act like you don't want to, you don't want to be with me or spend time with me, with me. And she just goes off and she airs all their dirty laundry and everyone is awkward. Everyone's just sitting there. Laura's boss is looking at him. Pedro's looking at her with hate and disgust and disgust in his eyes and his face. And he's like, well, you know, you need to be supportive. It's your problem. I'm done with this already. And what I thought was also disrespectful is the coworkers, when they were calming him down, they started speaking to him in Spanish when knowing that Chantel only speaks a little bit of Spanish. Like she's coming out here trying to make things better and trying to be supportive of her husband, in my opinion. And yes, she put all their information out there, all their dirty laundry out there, all their problems out there, which she probably should not have done because she made everyone feel awkward. But she was on her, she was desperate. She's on her last leg. She didn't know what to do. And she came in and was not greeted as if she was welcomed, not by her husband, not by the coworkers, not by anyone. I just thought by anyone. It was 
terrible. It's terrible. And so I think Pedro approached the situation wrong, and I think Chantel reacted to it poorly. And so we have this situation where everyone is awkward. Now the relationship is in a, even a worse situation. And Pedro takes off. And Chantel walks out and Chantel starts crying. And it was just very, very nasty. So she starts crying and she feels like Pedro's doing things intentionally to hurt her. She feels abandoned at home, now in public, and she doesn't know what to do. She's at her wit's end. Meanwhile, Pedro's boss goes out to console her, but really doesn't feel like she has to because, like, this is a work function kind of thing. So that made it even more awkward. But she did sit down with Chantel and said, you know, you need to talk to your husband and you guys need to figure it out and you need to communicate with each other. And also you need to leave this mess at home, basically was was the gist of it. <clears throat> I believe that too. Uh, Mark says, I perceive that Pedro was long exhausted with the marriage and used that stunt at the after hours thing as the excuse for the final straw uh, to walking out on her. I believe that true is true. So Pedro left, goes home. Chantel gets there shortly thereafter and she starts crying and she's like, you know, I know I was out of line to put all my, our business out there and especially in front of your coworkers. But then she says, and this is the part where the communication breaks down. She blames him and says, you told your friends bad things about us. So this is your fault. And he's like, oh, it's my fault. It's my fault that you embarrassed me in front of my coworkers. It's my fault that you aired out our dirty laundry. I never told them anything. And she's like, well, you said you were going to tell them. And I don't necessarily believe that he hasn't said anything because there was too much hostility in that room for them not to know anything at all. Do you know what I mean? And so she starts crying. And, and y'all, again, shit got real. Like I said, anytime we see Chantel, she's perfectly made up and... The first part of the edit, she had still, she just got home. She had her lashes on. Second part of the edit, she had pulled off the lashes because she was crying. Her lipstick was all messed up and she was just sad. And she's like, you know, I just want you to be nice to me. I want you to give me your love again. And he's like, well, how will I do that? You think I'm cheating. You think I'm bad. Uh, you think all the bad things about me all the time. And he's basically sick of it. I don't know how to make you happy anymore. And so I think it's time for me to move out. And Chantel's like, what? This is not what I wanted. I want our marriage. I want my husband. And he's like, you know, I just want out. And she's like, well, where do you go? She's like, well, he's like, well, I'll stay here until I find an apartment and then I'll move out. And I was like, wow, you really went from zero to a thousand. And, you know, like this Mark person is saying, he's checked out he's been checked out and Pedro's waiting. That's why he's been so mean. If you think about all the things, why he's being so distant to Chantel and so mean to Chantel and pushing her away. And like Chantel says, intentionally doing things to hurt her is because he wants her to say enough. And so that he has a reason to walk out. And this was the final straw in his opinion. 
that now he wants to move out. I was like, it's terrible. Absolutely terrible. Absolutely terrible. Like you all are, are not going to try to work on this at all. You guys are not going to try to find out where the disconnect is. You guys are just going to walk away from each other. To me, I feel like there's more to it. I feel like Pedro had a plan and that plan was Lydia. And if he indeed does not try to work on his marriage, then everything that Mama Karen said about the plan Lydia is true. And that's it. Cause what else can it be? Honestly. <clears throat> Then we saw the preview. Okay, so I can't wait for next week. Winter's dating. She's on another date with a different dude, but this dude sounds trifling. He's been engaged two times already, never made it down the altar. Apparently he falls hard and he falls quick. I was like, oh, you're super messy already. And you guys are on what date? Is this date number one? Because you're doing the most. And then the second thing that I think is interesting is, do y'all think Nicole is pregnant? Because in the preview, she says how it's like, especially hard to be alone now. And I was like, what, what does that mean? What does that mean? Are you pregnant, Nicole? Can't wait to find out. <sighs> Can't wait to find out. All right, you guys, that was the show. Uh, I guess I will see you all tomorrow, tomorrow. Don't forget to like and subscribe and let me know in the comments uh, how you're feeling about this relationship. Last week, I asked you guys if you were Team Pedro or Team Chantel. If your position has changed this week, let me know. Let's talk about it. Until next time, bye for now. <laughs>